Hello everybody and welcome to the week of March 8th, 2020. This is episode 70 of the Dry Spellcast. I'm going to be your host, I'm Matt. I've got Austin to my left. Hey! And then to his left is Jason. Hey! But we're not in a room. We're across the country from each other. I mean, technically Austin and Jason could be in a room. I mean, they're, they're only a few minutes away from each other. But I'm in three-day drive so that's not gonna work but anyways yeah so we're gonna we're here we're gonna talk about video games um and things related to it um but before we get there i want to check in um i think we covered most of the stuff in our pre-show talk um catching up which is fine but austin how are you how are you feeling good uh you know had a weird weird medical scare this week with a random outbreak of hives Yes. So, and I got a really bad cough. It's not bad right now, but it's like it just hit me randomly like a week ago. And I wasn't sick. I don't feel sick. I don't know what it is. Just my throat's just been scratchy, and I've been coughing really bad. It gets really bad when I'm trying to sleep, which is like the worst time. So, uh, I'm okay now. But we'll Do you see have flu-like symptoms? <clears throat> no. And a dry cough. Oh, okay. Jason, how are I'm you? Fine. No coronavirus oh. for me over here. You know, I I'm doing just fine. I mean. Uh, this whole uh, daylight savings thing, you know, always pisses me off. So there's always that, but I'll, there's I'll a bill in Congress right now to eliminate it. And I would love it. I'm okay so, with that because it's such a passe thing because we don't rely on like farmers. You know, don't need I guess the sun as much as they did. I don't know what the reason for it was well that was well, the whole I point mean, it, was, it was for farmers they don't need to, that sun anymore <laughs> well because everything's okay you know it think times have changed no. know. tractors you're, technology all that good stuff right you're right so it's it's the thing like like we have tractors with lights and stuff now you don't need to like have the sun and the light to go harvest crops anymore well, right. Pa, I can't go harvest the grain because the sun's going down. When are we so, eating supper? So, did we just enter daylight savings, or did we just get out? I think I never know. I, I just know. Call, I call it all daylight savings. Let me uh, pull up my handy right. dandy. Uh, it's we are in daylight savings time now. So we just started daylight savings because yes. so this is what we should be in at all times. All times. I agree with you. I like this. Um, because I mean, we got we get late light later in the day, which I really enjoy, yes. especially when it's warm out. Summertime's great, uh, especially being in Idaho where we are. You know, we probably should be in a different time zone, but you know what? We're in mountain time, so <laughs> it's still light at ten o'clock at night in summer, and I can't complain about that. It's pretty nice. So okay, hear me out. What <laughs> if we just every day we were leaving daylight savings, so we just got that extra hour of sleep every single day <laughs> like that. <laughs> No, but I mean, so it's like, so here in Florida, like it's been getting dark at like five thirty, six o'clock in the evening, um, and and we're the sunshine state, um, yeah. And so like now that it's gonna be getting dark at six thirty, seven, seven thirty, and it doesn't get light until you know seven a.m. or eight a.m. or something like that. I don't know. I'm never up that early to know. Um, that'll that sounds so much better than what it is right now so i don't know right in my humble opinion fuck it all no i i think everyone agrees that this is the better time obviously getting to this point sucks more because you lose that hour but you know but it only happens once you know 
six months from now we're like oh i get an extra hour and then it all then you wake up and it's just pitch black outside and then then it becomes depressing so it's like a weird no. The the only good thing is when you're like at the bar when daylight savings ends because it's like you have it's last call. No, we're just kidding. You have well, another hour. Yeah, I actually I've I've done that once. I was up in Pullman. It was it was a really early one because it was right like it was Halloween weekend that it did. So it was like literally November first when it hit, which I think is like about the earliest it goes. Um, yeah, I was up. At, I've never been in a bar when they've done that. So you know, of course, it's you know one forty-five, and they're like last call. And then as soon as it hits to, uh, two o'clock, you know, it goes back to one, and or whatever. And they're like, just kidding. And then they <laughs> kept going. It was kind of. Funny. I I was at Hump and Hannon's in downtown Boise once for that, um, <laughs> which I spent a lot of time at um, in my college years. Or my post-college years. I didn't go when I was in college. I went right. when I was after, and I was chasing I mean, that college high. Bit. Yeah, keeping the, yeah, keep the college dream alive, right? Yeah. Well, speaking of which, I, I've officially started an application for a master's, so that's fun. Oh, hey. A master's Congrats. program. Uh, I do want to comment. This The week of this show is our third anniversary. Holy shit, it is. March 5th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to comment that we've been going for three years. I remember, I still remember our first show in the studio at Boise State. We talked about the Switch coming out, yeah, because that's when the week it came out, and I talked about Horizon Zero Dawn because that's the first game I played that year in 2017. So, little little throwback to the uh, OG days. Wow, yeah, you're right. Look how, look how far I we can't remember. Gone. I remember that date, I, or I can't believe I remember that date. Yeah, I I think it was such a big moment for us. You know, we finally did it because we. So we Matt and about I it for so long. So we this this is a idea from a bar is is kind of where this developed because yes. we would go out and sit there with having beers and just literally what we're doing now is what we did in a bar and Liddy came up with the idea like why don't we just record what we're doing uh, because you know we're already doing it might as well you know try to record it and that's kind of where the idea came from and. Lo and behold, here we are, three years later, still doing it. <coughs> Excuse me. For better or for worse, I guess. Probably for worse, but you know what? Yeah. Here we are. Going strong, having a good time. Yeah, I mean, I I still enjoy it, so... Um, yeah. No, I know, I was like... Crazy. I, this is like, this is three years. Three yeah, years. I wasn't really... I wasn't actually on board at that time we were just got every once in a while you guys would call me up and be like come, yeah. come, come well, so you were you were still working um because man i are still in school so we like were able to do it and you i know you were working right your schedule, your schedule just didn't allow it and i know yeah. when it did you did you actually i think that was the first time you guest starred was probably like it was spring break i think it was spring, spring break, break probably. Sure. yeah so and yeah here we are jason's a full-time member and done <laughs> full-time <laughs> Seventy. We've done seventy episodes, and it's, it's, you know, here we are. Yeah. Who would have Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not, yeah, and we we still we still do this thing where we talk about video games. Um, I think it's important to catch up with us as friends because I think that's really what's important. But we also do talk about video games, and I have nothing to bring to the table because. Um, Unless you want to hear me talk about Stardew Valley more, I know. I literally, it's like all I've been playing too. Uh, 
I started a wine operation in Stardew Valley, so that's kind of my new thing. I built uh, a barn. Yeah, I built a barn and uh, I just filled it full of uh, kegs, and so that's what I'm doing now. No. It's it's winter time for me, so like I've been working on my mines and rebuilding the farm, and <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm in year four on that game, so I've kind of got mostly everything done. I got enough iridium ore to build whatever I want and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of working on becoming a uh, wine person. So I got my whole greenhouse growing the ancient uh, fruit or whatever it is, and then make that the wine because that's the most expensive. Yes. So, you know, and then I got the cellar to age it properly in my house. Oh yeah, I should <laughs> I should get on that. I had a kid in the game, so that's yeah. How's cool. your kid doing? It's still a baby. It just I I can pick it up now and throw it and then it like it's a little hard above its head and I'm like oh how cute this is this is a so this is a part of the game that like I've never experienced because I don't think I've ever lasted that long in a save like I feel like this this one I'm on right now will probably get me there but usually I make it like year two or something and then I start over so I'm like actually like excited to like yeah. do year three and four and like a lot of these late game things and then maybe potentially start another farm on like one of the other biomes that i've yeah, never so, cared for so my girlfriend alexis like has a save and she did the uh the one with all the rivers through the biome mm -hmm. so it's like it's like multiple islands and it's it's just so different how like so I, I have like my farm section my animal section my orchard right, and stuff like too. that right. and hers hers is like that but it's on like, the little islands individually so uh, she likes it though because she likes fishing in that game a lot. So she oh just, sure I she, do too. She, like, and so just, yeah, she I can know just that's walk out her front map. door and, and fish. So yeah, yeah, it's it's good good fun. Yeah, and I again I think that's what's gonna hold me over until Animal Crossing comes out. Not too so. much longer. Uh, other than that, I've been playing a lot of Apex still. Um, yeah, I think I think I won last night. I played yesterday for quite a bit. I think I won four or five games. So getting better. My win percentage is like seven percent now, so it's gone up. Um, nice. Pretty pumped about that. So yeah, since the new season started, I think I've got twenty wins already. Uh, so yeah, it's like it's more like more and more a wins not as surprising. It's just kind of like yeah. Let's go, baby. Let's <laughs> sure. Do another one. Run it up, baby. Let's go. So, and I don't know. I'm just really enjoying the uh, the new Apex uh, update because it's, everything just seems way more balanced, and it's not like oh, he just got a better gun, so that's why I died. It's it's it evolves a lot more skill, and I think that's why I'm actually doing better now because uh, I'm more competitive with people, and I've gotten better at you know first person shooters, and you know I've been enjoying it a lot. So. All right, Jason, take it I'm away. Pro. It looks like you're the one that are actually... Yeah, I'm going pro. MLG over here. Well, I guess the big one I've been trying is uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf. I've been trying to get ready for the new Animal Crossing. I was a little worried that it would be a game that's not for me, and I started playing this, and I was like, no, this is this is pretty relaxing. Have you never so, done an Animal Crossing before? Uh, I've caught... Way back I did, but I, it was a different point in my life. I wasn't as easy... I couldn't play games that were that re relaxing and just kind of sit and play. It just yeah. didn't work for me. So I, I was that. a little worried about this, but at this point I feel a lot more comfortable sitting down for a while and just playing Animal Crossing, so yeah, it's been a lot of fun one, getting into The it. last one I played was Wild World from for the original DS, so it's right. been a while. But I, I 
even back then, I still remember just loving that game. So I'm like, I put I put quite a bit of time into New Leaf um, because it's that's the one on the 3ds. Right. Um, and yeah, so I've got quite a bit of time on there. Um, I should come visit your farm. <laughs> yeah, I need to go ahead and uh, get a, my DS all charged up. I uh, can't find my uh, AC adapter, so I've got oh, to play yeah. the last bit of the battery on my DS, and then I'm just like, "Well, I want to, I want to get on now." Now, I should probably <laughs> find one on, find one online for like two dollars. <laughs> yeah, well, so I know that it's was that was somewhere though. That was the funny thing about like the, the 3ds is they, they didn't come with the cable and to buy the cable separately, um, and so it's just this like the one I have is just this off-brand, like it plugs into the wall and has like four different plugs on it. Right. So. It was a weird weird situation there. <laughs> so you guys ready to start our own island together? I think I'm ready. Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, we need to kind of like plan that ahead because um, I will say like the more I think about the fact that like you can't have like a friend island and then like yeah, that's what I'm your, like, your own island, island, I'm like that's kind of a bummer because I really, I really I mean, want sure to do that. Maybe that'll be a thing. Yeah, because I like to have my own island, obviously, but I'd like to have one with our friends because yeah, and I want one that's like like cohabiting not like i'm gonna come visit whenever i want or yeah, whatever exactly like right. i want one that like is like truly like it's my dreams of living in a commune um <laughs> and so yeah but the i would also like to have my own you know and yeah. so i'm wondering if i'll be able to play stardew and this side by side because stardew is like totally by myself and then i'm gonna jump into animal crossing to do my my duties um, t- for the commune. Yeah, I'm, we'll I'm just waiting for it. Where we, you know, we all have our little corners of the map, and obviously, since you can rebuild the island, just you know, we all put walls up around our property, and it ends up becoming some <laughs> terrible battle between us. Like, no, this is my land, and just oh, like, I'm starting a war for sure. No, it's like, over. Person with the most oranges, you know, wins. So I'm gonna <laughs> take a monopoly there. I will sink your house. <laughs> but yeah, that's the game I've been playing. The other one, I, I'm going to get to a little bit later. I, I won't talk about that yet, but um, that's a big one I've been playing. Yeah, cool. Yeah, which is so funny. Like, um, here we are, not playing anything new. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... The, we've had a, a kind of a slow year so far. I mean, we haven't had too many game game releases. I'd say for 2020. I mean, we're already in the third month, and there's nothing really of note that has come out. I mean, obviously, Dreams was like kind of a big deal. And like, there's yeah. been games. Don't get me wrong, but in past couple of years, I feel like the first two months, I've been more excited about games coming out than I was this year. And so we'll see. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, but obviously, like this month is the beginning of like beginning of it and yeah it's always march where i'm really excited so yeah i i'm 
am super interested in the idea of getting into dreams um but i don't know if i'm ever going to but like i love seeing the things that people are building in it oh my like, gosh it's amazing. like full functioning mobas and like <laughs> well, people are you... rebuilding like games in it and stuff yeah like and... someone someone rebuilt the original Mogar solid in there and stuff yeah. like that and i mean this is it's nuts what people are doing in that game it's super cool and uh yeah, I don't know. I I, I want to get my hands on it, but I, like I, I, I kind of in greens with you. I don't think I ever will, but I, I know I want to. So I, I know I maybe will actually like make a plan and actually do something with it. Maybe if sit it's down, on sale, sit down and do a stream or something one of these days. Yeah, I mean, maybe when it goes on sale, dreams. I might like hop in and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna play all these things that um, you know other people have created." Um, because at that point it's going to be so flooded with content you know right yeah and yeah i know people like this was the one game they were really looking forward to this year so because i'm not like the most creative person when it comes to stuff like that like i think i'd rather just enjoy what people other people have done versus like me making my own thing it's kind of like a super mario maker i'd like wouldn't i'd rather enjoy custom maps than treat me trying to make my own because i feel like it'd be just terrible yeah, I mean, you guys saw me on my Minecraft kick, so um, it you was when I your your Minecraft Stardew Valley. So when I uh, when I built the giant memorial in our Minecraft city, um, that it was it was a giant cross that went up into the sky. I think you all had <laughs> dropped off by then. Um, yeah, I yeah. remember it. I remember. I that. think I, I think I joined the server once just to see. And then I built like the most crude dirt house in the world, and then just just, <laughs> just dipped. You out. never logged back in because um, I I basically put stone all around your house so you couldn't get out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I did never log back in. So. I played Minecraft years ago, and I, don't know, I still have an account, obviously, so I did. That didn't cost me anything to get back in, so it did me. Yeah, so anyway, so I uh, yeah, I mean, that's What did it cost? That's pretty much what we've been doing. Um So I guess we can kind of hop into some news stories. Um let's have some conversations about some news. Um It's been an interesting couple of weeks. Um mm-hmm. not only in the world of video games, but just in the world in general. Right. Um, and so there's no real beating around the bush um, other than uh, we have to talk about the coronavirus, right? Because right. this seems to be the big headline um, for just about everything. You know, uh, I live in a, in a very hot spot for tourists. Um, and so, like... Like Orange County has been like very in kind of in front of trying to make sure that we can keep this like yeah, contained and, if it happens. And that's where all my family is right now. So of course, you know, I just got back from Disneyland like a month ago, and as soon as I get back, my parents are like, oh well, we're gonna go because my sister lives in LA now. It's like, oh, we're gonna go visit your sister and probably gonna go to Disneyland. Oh, and your brother and your other sister are coming too. Like, 
Okay, family, vac family vacation without me. <laughs> Thank you. That's you just fun. went. You're fine. Yeah, but I know. Yeah. I know. That's not, I'm not upset. Like, I'm only upset to the fact that I'm like not with my family. But I get that. I totally get that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and so like. So hopefully, my point is hopefully they're all okay and don't get curious, and then I'm the only one left. Right, and I mean that's the thing. Like, so he, here in Florida, like we've had some cases and stuff, but it, it like. It's all, it's almost certain that we'll have more, right? Right. Let's be real. Um, it's gonna happen. Like too too many people move through this area, um, and there's a lot of uh, conferences and conventions that happen here. We have a gigantic convention center, um, and you know, like that. <clears throat> a lot of people that are, like have booked the convention center are backing out now. So like I know a ton of people that are all all of a sudden out of work because of this. Um because this is, you know, my my industry are the ones who who make all that stuff happen. And so right. like uh, like I'm watching a lot of people lose a lot of work. Like I'm kind of thankful right now that I have a full-time job. Um and you know they've kind of talked to us about what happens if you know an outbreak happens in the area and stuff but um i don't know it's it's a really interesting thing to watch um and it's definitely something to be worried about but also not really that worried about like if you're hoarding toilet paper oh, for the I love know. of god stop <laughs> well i'm i'm super mad about that because i actually went to costco to get paper towels and they're gone completely gone and i'm like not trying to hoard them i literally need paper towels for like myself and i'm just mad that they're all gone i'm like i what are, what are paper towels gonna do to prevent coronavirus you just wrap it around your face Ooh. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I, even for like a place like Idaho, where we have no cases, and even if it does hit us, like I don't think it would even be bad because Idaho's not like a super condensed space, uh, like a big city or anything like that. So I don't understand why people are acting like we're about to have a hurricane fly through here because that's what it's going on right now. Water's yeah. gone, toilet paper's gone. I, I get the hand sanitizer and sanitizing wipes, but. But yeah, but what 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 about water is going to protect you? Is this literally going to kill like all of our infrastructure? Like is our water system going to go down? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I think this is just getting so overblown. Yes, I understand having a precaution and like understanding like this might like more cases might happen and stuff like that. But I don't think it's going to be like the pandemic that it's been brought up to be it's like yeah we'll probably get a few more things people more people will die um but it's gonna go away just like anything else it's gonna end and we'll be a f we'll be fine right and then sars will make a resurgence and then the avian flu and, and they're gonna combine and into a and super virus and all that good stuff and yeah then we're done so. yeah um but the reason we bring this up is because um this is affecting the video game world not only in terms of like supply chain um you know nintendo's been out there saying like oh like don't worry we'll still get switches out or whatever um, well, I, but I this Sony could have a 
very direct their, effect on with their new um, consoles, new console sales and stuff, um, and production. And so we'll see. We'll, like obviously, we can't tell right now. Yeah. And frankly, that's the least of anybody's concern, right? Like right. preventing deaths is more important than getting my fucking yeah. PlayStation Five on time, right? I, I, I don't know. I don't see it as a big issue because I know... I mean, like I think the one story I heard is like Tim Cook from Apple said, you know, yeah, we shut down our factories in China, but they're, they're st- we're starting to reopen them because it's not as it's not going to be as big an issue as we originally thought. And, you know, we're taking precautions, obviously, like right. that. But it's like they're confident enough because especially a company like Apple, um, if, if they would not do that if they knew that, like it was going to be an issue. So... And they can't yeah. lie about they can't lie about anything either because they're you know they could be sued for that. So I think yeah. and, like as far yeah. as a like in uh, what I'm trying to say industrial standpoint, it's probably not as it's not as bad as people like are making it sound. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean the thing is is this is this happens months in advance, right? So if if factories shut down for a couple of weeks now, we won't see those effects for nine months. Yeah, right. And obviously, like you know, Apple's working on you know they have the new iPhones come out in September, six months from now. So they're you know I'm I'm just using Apple as an example. I'm sure the other companies were like gonna be worried about the same thing, but obviously the safety of their employees is paramount. But you know they're well, sure. one thing they're that still, I... they're still carrying on as mostly normal. So one thing I have appreciated is companies like it's not just Nintendo. They're just the first one to come to mind. Is there's a lot of companies like Nintendo who are now saying that their employees can work from home. Right. If So that well, is kind of a nice thing to see just so they can have that peace of mind. Well, that's actually interesting that you bring that up because I, I have a friend of mine. Um, uh-huh. I'm sure we all kind of know Morgan. He uh, He's up in the Seattle area where, you know, it's been, you know, that's kind of where the biggest uh, coronavirus incident in America is right now is kind of in the Washington, Seattle area. So he actually is working from home, which is like, precedent and he said for him like they all had to get temporary vpns for their houses and right to do that so yeah i mean yeah it's kind of it is affecting parts of people's lives so well uh, yeah i mean microsoft like urged their their employees to work from home and so now like i think it's going to be really funny to kind of see the other side of this when we get her like across like i remember fighting um some of my previous employers about being able to work from home. Like there was a lot of work that I could do sitting at my computer from home, but they're like, Oh no, you need to be in the office. And then they would do things like they would lock our files down. So I couldn't access them from, and like I would put like stuff that personally I would work on onto like the Google drive. Um, so I could go home and work on it. And then I, like, I got in trouble for putting files on Google um and not leaving them on our like secure server um like at our office and stuff and i i remember having that fight about like yes i can do all of this work from home there's absolutely no reason i have to be in this office like i understand like every now and then showing my face in the office so i can work with my coworkers or whatever but let's be real most of the work we do can be done at home and so now that we're giving people the like the go ahead that's like oh yeah just do this from home um i think it actually shows that um the way we view like work days and all that stuff is so flawed um because i'm betting productivity doesn't drop right 
in if fact, anything, if anything, it might increase. It might increase because people are in their their living rooms. They're comfortable. You know, they don't have to dress up and tr- commute to a job like an office place and then sit in an open air office with five hundred other people where it's noisy and you can't get anything done. Now, like it's for like you can actually do this stuff from home. Um, yeah. So that's that's my thing. Like I understand there's a lot of jobs you can't do. I can't do my current job from home. Like I can't uh, do mine either. Well, yeah. Just bring the truck to me and uh, with the packages already loaded and I'll I'll from but via drone and my computer. Yeah, but if you're working I mean, in an office, future. if you're working an office job, why? Like why why do you need right. to be in the office? Yeah. So, so moral know. of the story, GDC's been canceled due to coronavirus. Yes, so yeah, let's talk about GDC. So um, GDC, the Game Developer Conference, um, has been quote-unquote postponed until summer 2020. Um, they made this decision after Amazon, Microsoft, Blizzard, Unity, Facebook, Epic Games, EA, Sony, Gearbox, and others all dropped out of the conference um and so gdc was just basically like yo we're just postponing this like obviously this isn't gonna work um and so i think this is super interesting because uh i i think this was the first big um convention or conference that i saw that got canceled over these these fears right um And and since then, there's been all sorts of things like Facebook's summit thing, and um, you know, like like said, I know several here in Orlando is are like alone that got canceled. So um, and most recently, South by Southwest got canceled, um, and so obviously this is like a legitimate thing like people have to worry about. And so, like, I think it like it's important to kind of sit back and talk about like what GDC is and why this is important to us, um, especially given the fact that it is a console release year. So GDC isn't a fan event, right? It's the Game Developers Conference. This right. is where game developers from all around the world come together. Um, and they can pitch things to companies like Amazon or Microsoft. Um, and so that's a big deal to not be able to have that. Um, I mean, obviously you can electronically pitch things, but if you have the chance to sit down face-to-face with somebody from Microsoft um, and say, this is my game, this is why I think it will work best on your platform, um then that is a better route, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's why people still like uh, send press, you know, like like invite press from all over the world to come to their studio and play their unreleased games and stuff like that. But um, right, yeah, and so like if we look at like the thing about it being a console release year, um, here. Are two major companies Microsoft and Sony that are out there with new hardware and this is a way for them to actually reach out and show their hardware and their dev kits to developers Um, right 
and that's kind of where GDC was so important. It, it, you know, it was a huge networking thing. Like, obviously, like, we didn't get a ton of, like, big trailers or anything out of GDC. You know, there there are occasional ones. But this is a huge networking for the internal industry itself. Um, and so, I this is a bad thing to have postponed. Because, you know, especially for smaller developers, you know... GDC is expensive. Um, I looked at going one year, and I think I I looked in the upwards of a thousand dollars just to attend the conference. It's right. in San Francisco. Um, San Francisco is an incredibly expensive uh, city, uh, and not only to stay in, but to fly to, um, and that's a lot of money that all of a sudden these small developers are just out of right uh, oh, I mean, and you know like mind, most, of, most of them might even be in the area already though I mean I mean some of least, them but, but there's still a lot of developers still, all over it's oh, still a big deal oh I know yeah and I mean the, and like yeah and so I think like that's where where we kind of have to look at this and be like well did, did postponing this even accomplish anything um because i mean i guess from gdc's standpoint i totally understand because their hands were basically tied right like all these companies told them oh we're not coming and what do you do you know right now all of a sudden you have all these panels to fill and all of this floor space and like all the stuff that's just empty um and so, I mean, yeah, I mean, what what is GDC supposed to do? Right? All right, hear me out. Get 100 Kirby's. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? GD, GDC Battle Royale. Get 100 developers. The last one standing. I'm just kidding. Here I am having a serious <laughs> conversation. <laughs> and you fuck it up. It's what you keep me around for. <laughs> no, I should just mute you is what I should do. Wow. Unless I want you to talk. Um, I want to talk. I have a right to speak. Damn it. Sure. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, yeah, I think, I again, I like, this is one of those things you can't really see the effects of currently. It'll be months down the road where you finally see. Um, and who knows? You know, they with their postponement, maybe this will work out better for them and for the developers and stuff. Obviously, travel and hotel and stuff like that. Hopefully, they can well, get that stuff refunded. Yeah, I mean, I would it, hope. May, it, it makes me wonder when it's gonna fall in summer because obviously, like the beginning of summer, June is E3, uh, and that's still a big event for gaming and for now. You know, for now and even for the developers and stuff too so it will it be you know around the same time a little later maybe a little it's kind of like they haven't given a date right just they said summer 2020 yeah okay um i can see it being after e3 um just because you know yeah we'll see well and so I, i've seen a, like a lot of people on twitter that are being like hey if you're gonna postpone this why don't you move it to a friendlier city like a city that's exactly. easier to get to and a city that uh, is maybe a little cheaper. There's absolutely no reason this needs to be in San Francisco. Let's go to the Midwest. Into, there we go. Uh, 
No, Nebraska. I'm sure. Nebraska, I'm sure, has got a lovely convention center. I'm, Omaha, I am sure, has a great convention center. I'm sure they do. You know, maybe we'll bring it to the heartland here. Or bring it here. Bring it to bring it to Orlando. We've got a great convention center. <clears throat> bring it to Boise. Does not have a great convention center. <laughs> mm, they're building one or adding on to it. I don't know. I don't know. It, it was never designed to be good. Um, yeah, so uh, along the same lines, um, I posted that the, this Emerald City Comic Con was postponed until summer. The only reason I would talk about this, because obviously we don't really talk about Comic Cons or here. Um, I don't think any of us are really even comic fans. Um, right. This is in Seattle. So, um, you know, the Emerald City, Seattle. Right. Uh, I'm really curious to see what this means for PAX. Um, because uh, Read Pop, the people who put on PAX, put on Emerald City Comic Con. Um, but they have been out saying, um, as of right now, um, PAX West is still going on as planned. Isn't PAX right. West like a fall time though yeah it is in fall okay. and well, so i'm, yeah, I'm just right speculating here i'm PAX, spitballing this PAX point east time right yeah pax east has happened okay so we've moved on no one got coronavirus at pax east okay. i mean somebody probably got the coronavirus at pax east um let's be real um any major gathering it's likely that this virus is there <laughs> yeah. um just keep washing your hands, folks. Um, well, gosh, yeah. Don't don't you know rub your eyes and lick your fingers right. and and of course coronavirus now. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, just you know, every time I meet a random stranger, I just give him a nice little you know two little kisses on the cheek. Somebody don't, don't went to one of my coworkers went to shake my hand the other day, and right. I just looked at him. And I'm like, no, and I just put out my elbow. <laughs> <laughs> and well, hit like his a, hand with my elbow. <laughs> that was like a like a video I saw. I think it was I don't know, but Japan or China or something. And it showed like they did that guy showing like going to shake his hand. They're like oh, and like oh, and then like put their feet out and they like start tapping feet together. And that's and he literally walks down the street. I think the was, like, fa- feet was, tapping is what we need to go to. Yeah, right. it was obviously a planned video, but like then he goes to every other person and then they're tapping feet together and stuff. It's kind of funny, but yeah. Shaking hands is archaic and gross. Um, because, again, we were talking about this beforehand. Um, one of the reasons I have trust issues is watching so many people walk out of the bathroom without washing their hands. That's right. disgusting. I don't care what you just did in there. You could have walked in there to look at, make sure your hair was okay. You should wash your hands before you yeah, leave that room. As, as soon as you touch like the door handle or anything... Because you got to keep in mind, the door handle to get out of the bathroom is probably the grossest thing in the bathroom. And that's why I I never touch the door handle getting out of the bathroom. I I, I always get paper towel yep. or I use my sleeve or elbow. Ooh. I know a lot of door like places now are putting like a little foot thing where you can just like yep. use your shoe to open, which is kind of nice. Um, ever since I was young, I never touch bathroom door handles because honestly, in the whole bathroom, that's probably the grossest thing. Yes, because people because people never keep in mind. It's like yeah, I just wash my hands, blah blah. Yeah, oh, my 
my censored water, my censored soap, my censored paper towel. I didn't touch anything, and then he touched the door handle to walk out. The same door handle someone just used when they just dropped a number two in the stall over there and just and walked out. And then didn't wash their hands, which yeah. is, oh, so. my God, that's so frustrating. <laughs> well, and that, that goes on to another thing. I saw this study. Um, I'm a little off topic here. Uh, I don't remember what college did it, but they did a study of all the touchscreen order things from McDonald's, oh. and every single one they did came back with poop. Yeah. On the, on the screen. So it's like, I'm just, ugh. Ugh. Yeah. I, <laughs> I've, always, I've always, like, had, like, like a just over, like, I don't touch things. I, like, I feel like if I touch something dirty, I literally can feel it on my hand, like, being dirty. I know it's just my brain being weird, but, like, if I touch something, I'm like, don't think it was clean. I'm like, I'm like I can feel it not clean on my hand. And my, I'm like, eh. Well, I, re- yeah, and I remember, like, in middle school, them, like, talking about, like, the spread of germs and stuff, and them doing an exercise where, like, you, like, we put powder on our hands, but it was, like, only black light powder, so you couldn't see it. Um, yeah. And, like, I think, like, one person, like, got it on their hands originally. And then, like, throughout the class period, like, they didn't tell you that it was happening. Throughout the class period, um, you know, it obviously goes all these different places. And I, I remember at the end, they're like, all right, then turn off the lights and bring on the black light. And seeing how fast that had spread to basically every person. And, you know, and then you see, like, the kids where it's, like, all over their crotch and stuff. And we're like, oh, my God. Like, this is horrible. Uh, Mythbusters actually did a great thing on that where they, they simulated him have like, a standard cold. And, like, the nose with the nose drip of, like, you know, if, when you have a cold, you know, your nose runs. So they, like, why they put a tube up on as Adam Savage's head and, like, did the nice the, did the drip. The first test... They like d- did a fake dinner and they didn't tell anyone like that he like had this going on. Cause, like they covered it up pretty well, but uh, so at the end they did the black light and it was everywhere on the food, on their hands, on their faces, everywhere. And like that was him. Like the thing was he was trying not to be like, oh, I got a cold, don't touch me, kind of thing. It was just like, hey, shake my hand, give me a hug, whatever. Here, I'll pass you some food. And everyone except one person, because she was like, uh, like a hypochondriac was covered and then the next test they literally said like they were just like aware of it and literally no one had it so it's just crazy to think like just simple things of like not touching each other or being aware like hey I'm sick stay away from me really makes all the difference in the world so mm-hmm. yeah I mean again wash your hands for the love of God there's a special place reserved in hell for people who walk out of bathrooms without washing their hands um yeah i've been militant about it and i really like like you know to sing the the chorus to africa as you wash your hands like to sing it to yourself that's about 20 (laughs) seconds long you're good um continuing down this pipeline um the esa has offered up their update on um, E3 and its uh, coronavirus impacts. Um, So this is what they posted on their website. The health and safety of our attendees, exhibitors, partners, and staff is our top priority. While the ESA continues to plan for a safe and successful E3 show June 9th through 11th, 2020, we are monitoring and evaluating the situation daily. Our E3 team and partners continue to monitor COVID-19 via the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the World Health Organization. We are actively assessing the latest information and will continue to develop measures to further reduce health risks at the show. Yeah, and 
So, I mean, we'll see what happens to E3. This right. I've got another story that means, I don't know, a lot of these things combined, I, I'm not going to actually be surprised if E3 doesn't happen this year. Um, I don't know. It's it's going to be really interesting. Um, but in terms of, like, what you can do to, like, prevent the spread of things like this, hand sanitizer, right? Like, mm-hmm. dispensers. All of, Like, I know, like, Disney World has pushed out these little things they're like portable hand sanitizer stations so you can have them like anywhere like i've always kind of thought like the grossest things about these cons like is the lack of stuff like that like you you always take hand sanitizer with you to well that's what you that's what you said like what was like the 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 pax cold or pax the pax pox the pax pox yeah because like you know (laughs) Like you like you like you said you know I've gotten go sick every time and people get sick yeah you you have literally gotten sick every time everybody I mean, gets sick I don't think the drinking helped but you know that's we'll, true uh, you're right probably move past that but you know that's the drinking might have comprom- compromised your body and then, no you're right no you're absolutely uh, right about it and yeah I don't know it's just it's just crazy obviously like you know you get a lot of people together especially not trying to be like mean here but like people who play video games sometimes are not the most hygienic, hygienic people. Yes, no, you're right. Uh, so, you know, you kind of get all those people in one room together, and yeah, things are about to, things will go down. <clears throat> yeah. Sure. Yeah, so, um, let's talk about E3 a little bit more. Um, and why I've come to the conclusion that I won't be surprised if E3 just doesn't happen. So we had talked about on the last uh, podcast, or, or a podcast at some point, um, that they had worked with I Am 8-Bit, um, the people who do the like limited edition like game releases, like Inside and stuff like that. Um, collector's items, things like that. Um I am 8-bit has officially dropped out of E3. Um, their Twitter post said this. It's with mixed emotions that I am 8-bit has decided to resign as creative directors of what was to be an evolutionary E3 2020 floor experience. We produced humming, hundreds of gaming and events, and it was a dream to be involved with E3. We wish the organizers the best of luck. So, um, in a matter of um, a month, this month, Sony yeah. dropped out, Jeff Keeley dropped out, I am Eight Bit dropped out, the coronavirus broke out. It's <laughs> starting to uh, drop in. Yeah, it's it RSVP'd. Um, it It'll be there. It's um. It's starting to look really, really bleak for E3. Yeah. Well, um, it just makes and me wonder so, if they're going to do these these showcases with no audience because that's like kind of been a thing at the moment with these giant like sporting events across the world have been right, like about doing sport events with no fans in the stadium. So like you know, do we do we see just a stream of these conferences? Uh, Maybe. Just to no audience. I mean, I can see honestly, I can see that being a plausible thing because obviously there's companies still spend a ton of money putting these showcases up and for for and the showcases are not really for the press they're kind of for they're for know, fans people. anyways they're for yeah. the fans. So, so you know what, what's the yeah. difference between doing it to a live audience versus just 
putting it up on a live stream. Right, so. which is right. basically where the E3 is headed anyways. But, like, thinking about, like, the show floor and, you know, like, the Coliseum and all these other things, like, like they're the ones that are truly in jeopardy. The, Microsoft and EA and stuff, they're going to do their thing regardless. They're going to mm-hmm. put out a video. They're going to they're gonna communicate and be with their fans regardless. It's the ESA and the show floor that I think is truly in jeopardy here and so i don't know like it's every single time we get together there's another thing um and i i don't see where that's stopping because even even recently over the past month the esa um left a document up on an unprotected part of their website where have we heard this before um that listed the the exhibitors that were going to be there again and it was tiny um i don't think you can actually find the document anymore i mean it, obviously it's out there it's the internet um right but they pulled it from their website um because it wasn't supposed to be seen uh and so if that is true, and a lot of the big players pull out, E3 is done. Yeah. And I have to wonder, if E3 2020 doesn't happen, does, does E3, E3 2021 ever happen? Does it happen again? Right. And I, I honestly can't say think, with confidence yes. I think it depends on how... Like how much is it gonna change the like gaming world if E three doesn't happen in the year? If it's obviously like a notable notable loss of the year, yeah, I'll probably do it again. But if it's like everyone's just kind of like, you know, we didn't really need it anymore. You know, you, their company, like you said, companies are probably still gonna do their showcases, still put that stuff out. Uh, it's well, and the press, the press are not even there anymore. They're off in a hotel room, like watching streams the whole time, anyways. So. Well, I mean, when it comes down to it, if you sit down and think about it, why do they need it? I mean, Nintendo is doing just as fine with their Nintendo Directs. Well, I mean, and, and, they use yeah, the time I, period to kind of drop their stuff, but... I mean, I think that's the argument, matter, right? right? Yeah, and that, I mean, that's the argument why Sony didn't do it last year as well. It's like, obviously last year we, they didn't have a, a virus scare, and Sony still wasn't there, and mm. they kind of did their own thing kind of. Uh, I think the more so we're going to do their own thing this year. Uh, I can, yeah, I like. I don't know how much E3 is really needed anymore, which is right. sad to say. And, and because there is still that, that element of, oh, people have business meetings here, right? Like, game developers still do come to this to yeah. pitch their products, and then to like, have meetings with other studios and stuff like that. Like, that is still a part of E3. Even if we don't see it, it's still right. a part of E3. But there's other outlets for that, right? Yeah. There's like GDC, GDC like, is still a thing, and now if GDC is going to be during the summer... Yeah. During the, pretty much during the same time as E3, so... We'll see, and then not not too much longer is PAX West, which is essentially going to be. Yeah, and I and I, I think PAX West is obviously that is a, a very much geared towards the fans. I don't know. Yeah, like maybe some networking happens, um, but 
not to the same degree. But it's yeah, but still, I, I mean, feel like still that's more the, of if you're a part of the industry in there it's more of a oh i'm i'm just here to drink with my friends yeah and see the occasional fan if they can find the bar you're drinking at <laughs> so all right yeah. Dave Lang. it's a bleak future for e3 if they don't make some big moves soon Man, be yeah, fine. I'm sure. I'm sure everything will honestly just be okay. I don't. I, I actually am not in the camp where I think it, everything's fine anymore. I still am. I don't know. I just. I. I'm on. I'm just kind of at the. I'll believe it when I see it kind of thing. I feel like so. if they come out this year, uh, the way things are going right now is going to be such a poor experience that it won't be back next year. That's how I view it. Yeah, and again, I think like I think we as a community need something to replace it. Um, if it if it does die, because I think again that week is a really special time, and so like I, it's not something I want to see gone. Um, right. So I think there has to be something to like boost that you know that feeling of oh like this this week is going to be dedicated just to games um and that's all we're going to talk about um and so i don't know like there needs to be something and so i i I hope that e3 isn't dead or whatever it's going to become it becomes um because i don't want to see that gone for sure so Speaking of things that are disappearing, every week we have this conversation, um, and and it's funny because every week it's it's kind of the same, right? But also totally different. Right. Um, I I haven't bumped off your segue yet, so um, I don't know. I I hate to feel like I'm beating a dead horse every week by having this conversation about E3, but every week it changes. And that's where I think it's so fascinating. Um, But yes, speaking of things that are disappearing. um, (laughs) So we talked a little bit uh, a couple weeks ago about GeForce Now um, and how um, some developers had come out and said, oh, you can't have our games on your platform. Um, And since it has come out of beta, Activision Blizzard, Bethesda, Hinterland Games, um, who did The Long Dark, um, and 2K Games have all pulled their games from this platform. Well, I'm uh, going to go ahead and step in real quick and just say, I've with Hinterlands, I actually heard that it was some sketchy stuff going on. Like, 2K game, uh, not 2K, uh, GeForce Now is just, like, putting their game on there and, like, Hinterland Games was like, you never asked us if you can do that, so they pulled it, and uh, now what, Hinterland I, Games is getting I, blowback, I, even though... I recognize they, them. What, um, what what games have they been doing? The Long Dark. The Long Dark. I That's just right. said okay. that. I, I knew. I, okay, right. there we go. But yeah, like, apparently they were didn't get permission from what I've heard, and uh, the blowback's kind of going towards Hinterland Games rather than towards GeForce now, which kind which kind of sucks because they're the ones who didn't get the the permission. So you can't you can't you can't just steal someone's like essentially like taking their property and yeah. putting it out without their permission. Yeah, and I mean again, it's you have to own the game before you use the service. But I don't know, like 
I again, I don't know too much about GeForce now, other than this, right? right? It comes out of beta, and all of a sudden, it's like all of these companies are coming out and being like, "Yo, fuck you!" Like, we didn't say you could use our games like this, right? Um, and then I also have to kind of wonder, what's the purpose of this, anyways? I know that's always, always, always my thing. It's the fact that you already have to own the game, and then you just like it's like a place that it's you like. Just- launch them it's like the stadia without the store it's right? weird it's so a weird like, thing that i don't think you can, ever needed to exist you can farm your processing power to somebody else right? right and then you can play um overwatch on your tablet i don't know it's a weird situation and i'm finding a post about this about hinterland games from Raphael van lerop i'm probably saying that wrong but Nailed it. Good job. Sorry to those who are disappointed. You can no longer play The Long Dark on GeForce now. NVIDIA NVIDIA didn't ask for our permission to put the game on the platform, so we asked them to remove it. Please take your complaints to them, not us. Devs (laughs) should be able to control where their games exist. And he later added, they offered us a free graphics card as an apology, so maybe they'll offer you the same thing. So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) You've got to be shitting me. Somebody yeah. speaking of that is totally off topic. I don't know if you saw this blurb that the rumor that the the next uh, series of graphics cards are coming out this summer. Yes, the, the three thousand series. Yeah, the three. Yeah, the I'm like I just bought 70s. my twenty seventy like last year, and what is this? I've never seen. Hey, it. To be crazy. fair, I think I might have even told you to wait. <laughs> I bought this right when they came out too. That's the thing. Um, the twenty series. But we all, we all. I mean, this. Like, uh, welcome. I need welcome. the new best thing now. Um, <laughs> well, and you can you can get it. No, I'm just kidding. I don't care. I got other things I need to be purchasing before another graphics card. My computer's working fine. Then what are you bitching about? Now. I'm just. I'm, <laughs> bitching, I'm, I'm bitching just to bitch. Things are going too quickly. Let's let's live in the now. Every couple of years is not too quickly. Yeah, no. Like this is this is the way computer parts have worked forever. You buy you buy the brand new next thing a week later, it's fucking outdated. <laughs> Just welcome to the world of computers. Back to GeForce now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Jason, steer us. Uh, I I'm just saying this is that's just kind of crazy when it comes down to it that like a company can just pull that game without permission and be like, yeah, this is cool. Like, there should be a lot more avenues they take before they just... Yeah, the fact, the, that, the fact that they're able just to grab the game and then it, without the developer even knowing is that is kind of a weird, a yeah. weird situation. Not, not No one in Hinterland is like, hey, uh, GeForce is trying to take our game. You know, can we talk to them first? I don't know. I just find it funny that like, oh, no, oh, whatever. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. I think it was a graphics card. I guess we're good now. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, yeah I'm Not curious. Not as crazy because... as this next story. Well, hold on. You hey, keep segueing before I'm I, ready for you to segue. I'm, I am trying to get the show moving. On we're getting the... there. So NVIDIA, I don't know, it's a really interesting company. So like you think about like the GeForce experience and how like you're constantly updating your graphics card because they're like, uh, oh, it's the day one game-ready driver and stuff. 
Um, I wonder, I just really, really wonder how much they actually work with game developers to get their game ready drivers or if that's just them like i don't know and you know how like you can optimize your games through the geforce experience yeah i wonder how accurate that is (laughs) if they're just pulling this stuff right i wonder how legitimate their other avenues are Mm mm-hmm Hmm. I don't know. It isn't a, a good look. Yeah. I mean, and, all yeah, I know, I mean, all I know is the last update has stopped my Apex Legends from crashing. I'm happy. Thanks, GeForce. Now thanks. or GeForce, whatever. GeForce experience. Uh, that's the one. They better make sure they're doing everything really, you know, straight from now on, or else <laughs> people are going to be getting very frustrated with them very quickly. Damn. People forget. It'll be okay. You're you're Not actually probably right. <laughs> I guarantee in a month people will be like, What? What's G Force now? What? Also, what I think the majority of people are like, What? What's G Force now? What's happening? Right. Majority of the people probably have no idea this is even going on. So Yes, you're right. That's the thing. I wouldn't have known this was going on if it wasn't for the news stories. So I wouldn't know if this was going on if it wasn't for Jason, yeah. Jason's been the one on top of it. Yeah. I honestly like. I think last week because we this is the first time we talked about GeForce Now. I had no idea what it was until like, or not last week, but our last podcast, whatever. Right. I had no idea what it was until Jason put it on there, and I was just like, "Well, what do you know?" Yeah, I mean, I saw the news articles, but I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So uh, moving on, Last of Us is getting a TV series. Um. Apparently, supposedly. They've announced it, kind of. It sounds pretty like a pretty real thing. Um, yeah. Okay, so, uh, Craig Mazin, who created Chernobyl, is behind it. Um, and unlike every other video game adaptation of anything in the world, they're actually pe- bringing people from the game itself on. So Neil Druckmann is actually brought on board to work on things such as script and story and stuff like that. This Um, seems promising, except for the only thing that kind of bugs me is this is set to replace their idea for the film adaptation is what I heard. uh, I'm okay with that. because I'm okay with that too. So, because as we've seen... Film adaptations for video games are never great. And that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying at all. Okay. What I'm saying is it gets me nervous that they just dropped this idea of a film ad- ad- adaptation. They're like, we're going to make a show instead. That well, just kind of rubs me a little the Look wrong at the way. success of The Witcher right now. Uh, I think The Witcher is really thriving due to the fact that it is, it is a, a television series and not um, not just a movie. Uh, you're able to draw out these more like storylines and keep things going. You don't have to cram the whole thing down in two, two and a half hours. Also, The Witcher has um, like eight books. Well, that yeah. too. I know there's a lot more to build off. The Last of Us get a TV series for me. I, I'm weird about it because what made the first game so, so great um, was the fact that you were living in that world with them. You were controlling it. You were an active member of it. I don't doubt that the TV series, if done correctly, would be, is going to be great. It's just, it's not going to be, I don't think it's going to be the same experience you got from just playing the game. 
Well, I mean, it was such a cinematic experience that I could see it working really well as a TV show. So, I, so, so, hold on, Austin, you're literally yeah. speaking to um, like every college paper I wrote um, about video games. That's why video games as a medium are special, right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. you interact with them. Because you're not just sitting there and watching them. You, even if you don't actually have any impact on the end, Last of Us, for example, you're going to get the same ending every single time. It's the same ending experience, Mm -hmm. no matter what you do. However, it tricks you and makes you feel like you have a part of it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and that's why, like, video games as a storytelling medium are should be taken so seriously. A TV show is, is so different because you're you're not interacting with it. You're just sitting down and you're being fed exactly what a director, exactly what a writer, exactly what an actor, exactly what a sound designer, exactly what all of these people are feeding you. Um, and that doesn't take away from that medium, right? To get this correctly, I think they would actually have to totally get rid of what we know about The Last of Us and Ooh. do a story set in that universe with completely different people. See, and that that's that's the one thing I was going to continue into. The fact that they already kind of mentioned that it's going to be Joel and Ellie again. Um, and I think that's, I, that's I where they shouldn't go. See, I, I agree, and I, that's what I... like. I was like, when I first heard it, I'm like, yeah, I can see a Last of Us... like a story in within that universe of last of us uh that's been created you know and that's because like that's the other thing about the first last of us game is like you met you met these side characters who had really interesting stories and i want to actually go more into their backstory and i think a show like that could could kind of go more into that like kind of illustrate how other people survived and not survived Ooh. this world we already got a story with Joel and Ellie. We're getting another story with Joel and Ellie. Do we need to keep following them in a TV series? Because I would like to explore more of this world. Um, yeah, or so- even, you know, there's a, a lot of time where we don't know Joel as a person, right? We yeah. don't know basically from the end of the prologue to, to um, when you meet Ellie, you don't know. Years. Like, yeah, there's, there's, there's a, a twenty-year gap there, so I uh, there's like a lot of, and I don't know. So I, I cause I'm curious to see: are they just going to continue right off from where like the second game is going to end? And does that Who mean knows? we're not going to get a, a third Last of Us? Is this going to be I the doubt transition? that. So right. I don't know. I'm just I'm just curious to see how they're going to do it and. Or is it going to be a weird, like, Resident Evil thing where it's, like, loosely based on the story, but you there really, you there's, like, the no char- connection whatsoever? Yeah, you got the same characters, kind of the same thing, but, yeah, nothing actually, like, relates to it, so... Which I think would I be the, the wrong way to go about it, but... If I you're going to look... I, sorry. I think they should do something, like, Last of Us, but, like, with the Fireflies or something like that. You I know, agree. This group, this group that's kind of lived on the outside trying to keep the old live and resist what like a better walking dead yeah exactly i think the thing that bugs me it's not the quality like i don't care about what's going on it could be one of the greatest shows ever for all all i care the thing that bugs me is if you look back 2014 they announced there's going to be a last of us movie six years later all that's canceled and they're like no we're going to make a tv show so what i'm thinking 
it, it kind of looks to me like, is this really going to be made? Sure. And I, at this well, point, I'm not convinced. You can tell me whatever you want about it, but the fact of the matter is, you told us six years ago you're going to make this movie, and it never happened. So why do you need? Why do I need to believe you that that TV show's going to happen? I so. think that's absolutely a fair point. Um, yeah, I mean, got to keep my I mean, they've been saying this Uncharted movie's been happening for how many years? And there was a right. Halo movie and with Peter Jackson uh, yeah. for like tw- two decades. And right. then it and then it went to a now it's going to the. I think what became of the Halo movie is now becoming that new Showtime Halo TV series. So, I mean, there's, there's, so uh, this is the way media works, right? You, yeah. you get a producer, you, somebody leaks it, then you, all you, all of a sudden you're head over, um, you know, the water is over your head. There's nothing you can do about it, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But if this is a thing, um, I think if you're looking for somebody who is, you want to tell a story, in a world that already exists um, and do it faithfully, the creator of Chernobyl is probably a good way to go. Right. Yeah, I, I, from what I heard... Quality-wise, I trust show. him for sure. So, um, yeah, I'm just curious to see how this goes. I mean... Yeah. Again, yeah. this is super early. This is like... This is just like a little tidbit of like, oh hey, by the way, this is this you know, is likely happening. I I don't even care. Let's just put Troy Baker in as uh you know put him in. I don't care. Let him act. He he's he's acted in a few things. I know more than just voice. So yeah, yeah. That was my only thing about it. I just I question. I think it that's a, lot. a fair. Yeah, and it, it no, might I, not... I I just think TV series lend themselves better to if you want to try to put a game on screen i think a tv series is definitely the better way to do it versus movies because you know we can go we can go down the list of all the video game movie adaptations that they just haven't done well um and how which, sonic like, is the best i just i just about to say speaking of which i just went and saw sonic uh i mean it's an average movie for sure yeah, i'm sure I mean, it was enjoyable. I mean, and it was fine. They kind of did the, you know, touched on the whole like different world thing because whatnot. But the rings that he gets are actually like the what he uses to travel worlds. So I don't know. It was okay. Well, I mean, it's a kids' movie, so it didn't expect much. Also, Detective Pikachu was good. Um, so Jason. Fantastic. Yes. Um, why don't you bring? Why don't you talk about this? Uh, this new story, the PS5 one. Oh, I put that in there. Austin, <laughs> this, uh, talk about this PS5 news story. So I saw this, and I thought, just thought it was pretty interesting, um, considering there was, they kind of did stuff a little bit like this with uh, the camera. Um, for I know the game Alien Isolation kind of had, you had the camera hooked up. It affected if you like made sounds and stuff, the thing could hear you. So uh, PS5 uh, could collect your biofeedback via an optional DualShock 5 attachment. So uh, the story is Sony has filed another patent, this time for an accessory that can catch uh, attached to a DualShock controller uh, and can sense the player's biometrics, such as heart rate and even sweat. Um, so I'm not going to read the whole story. I just thought it was interesting that, you know, especially games like horror games, you know, it gets intense, you do start getting sweaty, you do, like, your heart starts racing, it can change the game um, due to the fact of how you're experiencing it at the time, which I think is a super cool way to interact um, with the with the player. Because, you know, if the games evolve over time, like, as you're playing them, it could, it obviously is a real different replayability, and it's different from person to person. Like, I'm thinking of games like Outlast, uh, 
the first Outlast, like the first hour or two, solid game. Like I, it got me good. But then later on, as I finished was finishing the game, like oh, someone's gonna pop out right here, and then he goes, ah! and like it became predictable. So if you keep this uh, way to keep the change the game based on how you're reacting to the game, I think it's pretty um, would be a pretty cool feature to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sony obviously hasn't officially announced this thing. Um, and all these patents that they file sometimes mean nothing. We've heard this in the past mm-hmm. where Sony files these patents and nothing happens from it. So I just thought it was an interesting kind of story that, you know, if to kind of do something new for the next generation is have this more interactive way to play. Oh. I mean, I could... Is... Go ahead, Matt. I'll let you go. I, that's something I could see, like, uh, like Supermassive, like, doing really well, right? Yeah. Because, yeah. like, that's something that would, like, I could see used in Until Dawn. Yeah, like for you know, like maybe how hard you grip the controller or something like mm-hmm. that, like yeah. it can af- like affect how you do something. Right. right. So, well, yeah, I see first... two major issues with something like this is uh, if you look at something like this, the first is the word optional. The moment you say optional, it means no one's going to use it because <laughs> look at every optional accessory that's come out. Very few have actually made it through unless they're like some big thing, you know. So that's already a knock against it. I, I thought it was supposed to be built into the DualShock Five, which would be more realistic. But which maybe it is. I mean, we maybe we don't know if it is or not. we haven't seen anything from Sony's right. End. Um, but may, maybe but, it's a a thing that'll be for like VR. Well, well I mean, the second uh, thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, think about how easy that technology is to incorporate. I mean, your phones have heart rate sensors on them, mm-hmm. right? right? And and fingerprint detectors and like all that stuff. So I mean, like that's sure. that's not hard to, or even your smartwatch, right? The whatever yeah, yeah. your smartwatch reads your pulse with, you could incorporate into a controller easily. Right, and that's definitely. I think that would be the route to go if they really want to make this happen. The other issue, though, is look at every other like gimmick a controller has tried to do. I mean, just look at the touchpad. They put that on there, oh, and they were yeah. talking about it. Well, what yeah. game you can use it? The touchpad's not really a thing, and I remember when the PS3 first came out, they had the the, the six-axis right. controller where exactly. you could move it, and I, <laughs> I know, like, a handful of games did have that feature, and but, right. you know, it just didn't continue. I can see that. It's well, like, the, yeah, it, the DualShock 4 has that as well. It yeah, has it, the, it, like, motion the sensor, yeah. right? Um, and, you know, people still use that shit, right? I mean, look at uh, uh, Death Stranding... The BB talks to you through the controller. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I I remember games like uh, Infamous Second Son, where like you know you could actually like you turn the controller sideways and like you're you know reach over here and grab it. It's like this you would be great like, for audio. Yes. Yeah. Ahead. No. There was like well, there's like a mini uh, like a mini thing you could do. You could like tag buildings or whatever. So you would turn your controller sideways and then use the R2 button as your spray painting. So you'd shake the controller and then like you'd move it like you're actually spray painting. Um, and I thought that was just kind of a fun little feature. That I mean, it's goofy it was, and stuff. I mean, it, but... and it was early, it was early on in the PS4's yeah. life, and where it was kind of exploring what it can do. The fact that, like, you know, you can like move the controller sideways, and it under if it recognizes that motion, right. and then stuff like that, and like you know, you act like it's a spray paint can. I don't know. It's just it's just fun, and if it's an accessory. I mean, if it's an attachment that comes on the controller standard, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I agree with Jason. Yeah. If it's an optional accessory, only a handful of people will buy it, especially yeah. the people that are like, you know, really want it. So, I just I feel like 
it's gonna end up being another gimmick that gets left behind, really. Yeah. Like a handful of games are going to use it, but then but it's we'll, just we'll see. Because I know you brought up the touchpad, but there's the rumor that the new controller is gonna have an OLED screen on it. So, which again, I feel like is gonna be another one? gimmick that's going to get left by the wayside. I, I think see we that. Just but, you need know... to bring back the power glove. <laughs> I mean, that's the only logical conclusion here. And I Rob mean, that, as that's well. Really, you know? if, if, yeah. bring, that's this, really the best the accessory ever made. The PlayStation Infinity <laughs> Gauntlet. There you go. <laughs> Problem solved. You know what? Let's go Virtual Boy. Back there. Best. I mean, that speaking was the only of, on the Speaking of stupid ass accessories, I just bought a rock band kit. Oh, nice. <laughs> Those are some uh, of the, one of the few accessories I've seen, like, thrive. But that's because uh, you're Yeah, buying, they're like, so expensive now, but I had thrive. a friend who's trying to get rid of um and it's she's selling it to me. It has the the drums, the guitar, the microphone. Oh, uh, whole rock setup, band huh? one, two, and three. So I'm probably nice. it's for Xbox. So I'm probably gonna um, buy four for the 360, and so I can like because I have my 360, I might as well use it. Um, so sure. I'm actually really stupid excited to have it again. <laughs> I still it's got like the bad. Beatles setup at home. Oh yeah, um, that's but... right. Your 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 rock band setup is in your dad's paint shop, I think. Yeah, one, I might actually have you go get it at some point so it doesn't sit there and get dusty. We should talk about that. Just show up. <laughs> uh, another short little tidbit. Uh, I just saw this. PlayStation 2 turned 20 years old, so congrats yeah, yeah. to PlayStation 2. Uh, pretty crazy. I I still regard that as one of the greatest consoles of all time. I love my PS2. It's sitting right here. still works perfectly. The original, the original fat boy. It's one so. of the emulators I have. Um, so yeah, Jason. Uh, <laughs> speaking of PS2. Yeah. Um, right. PS1. So even. Jason has been uh, has been playing uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake demo. Yeah. Demo. The demo. So tell yeah, us, I tell have... us your thoughts. Um. So immediately as I started playing a ton of nostalgia flood in that was so it was so cool just watching that cutscene at the very beginning remembering back when I was like you know 10 or whatever and seeing shot for shot the same except updated it's so cool but when you drop into the game dude it feels good it so feels that's legitimate that's the one thing I've heard is everyone's like this game just feels great right uh, the new the, the hybrid combat system of um, kind of quick, t- uh, not quick time, but uh, what am I trying to say? Real time combat. Real time, yeah. and then the you know the old style. Right. Uh, and so like, it's cool hybrid. You, the square button is your attack, and as you, mm-hmm. if you keep pushing it, they combo the attacks together and everything. You can obviously keep mashing that and do everything you want, but it's not going to get you everywhere. They have a switch where you can go from your operator mode, they call it, into your. Uh, Oh, what was it called? Essentially, it's a more attack-heavy, a more attack-focused mode where you move slower, uh, but when you're near the enemies, you can do a lot more damage to a lot more people very easily. When you press the X button, you open up a menu system that's judged by your active time battle system, or gauge that fills up as you go, and when it hits that first mark, you can cast one spell, you can go through, use an item, that sort of thing. But you can't just use that whenever. It has to fill up. 
and it, it feels like a great little combination. Which, which reminds me of the classic Final Fantasy games kind of just sit there and your bar has to fill up before you can attack or do something exactly so I, yeah. I like that and I've, I've seen stuff like that and i actually like i i want to download this demo i probably should and try it out mm-hmm. so. yeah me too because i think all the systems the like the way you describe them or and like what i've seen and like the videos and stuff all look incredibly fluid yeah um, which is like my like biggest concern because like when i th- i know i shouldn't be judging it this way but when i think these style of games I think Kingdom Hearts, and like that's not fluid at all to me. So the, I, I I know I right. like those are two different things, and I shouldn't think about it. That I mean, way. I, I I think more Final Fantasy fifteen, and then a mix uh, of like that style plus the old. Is no. it? I disagree. Final okay. Fantasy fifteen, you could honestly hold the attack button and they keep attacking. That was and awful, and, and you just win. Um, but. Final Fantasy, this one, it's going to be, you press the button, they attack every time you press the button. Um, it's a lot like Kingdom Hearts in that way. The big difference being where Kingdom Hearts, like, you scroll through the menus as you're fighting, and uh, you're having to frantically go through the menu, like, I need to use the spell, that sort of thing. Oh, so uh, yeah, this game, game slows it everything down. slows down to a crawl, and you have that time to kind of think about it as you're going. And you can use shortcuts to kind of make it more fluid, which is awesome, but so far from what I've played, I really enjoy the way they've set this up. Awesome. And the only knock against it I've had so far is some of the voice acting is terrible. <laughs> but sure. I kind of... Final Fantasy has had... That uh, is to be that, expected. Had some bad voice acting. <laughs> but I love it. I can't wait for April 10th. This really confirmed, like, yeah, it's, I'm getting it's, this. You know, gosh, we're almost a month away till that game comes out. And I, oh, everything's just right here on the doorstep now. Yeah. So, I get that nostalgia thing. So, like, um, uh, the Master Chief Collection on PC just dropped the original Halo. Yeah. Um, so Combat Evolved, the anniversary edition, um, and I keep thinking about like going in and playing that because uh, I that nostalgia you feel like with the updated graphics and stuff is what I imagine that's like. For sure, and you know, going all the way back to PS One where everything was kind of vaguely resembling human, but still just polygons. <laughs> you yes. know, to what it is now, it's. Absolutely still just amazing. polygons, but more resembling humans. Right. So smaller, much. smaller polygons and many more. <laughs> many more polygons, yes. Right. It looks amazing. I'll try it out. I'm I'm excited. I've... Yeah, I'm I'm totally down for that too. So um, we're finally here. Final Fantasy VII Remake is actually happening. Right. It's been a They've long been time. It's only, it's only been teased for years. We're going to hit April 1st, and they're going to say April Fool's, and they're going to pull Fool. everything. The whole it's demo a was joke. a joke. I, that would be... That would kill me. I think people <laughs> would riot in the streets. Probably. They would just... be... <laughs> Let's get all the coronavirus people and just send them to Square Enix and just have them cough on each other. Problem solved. Just kidding. That'd be terrible. Don't do that. Yes, don't wash your hands, people. Yeah, don't. Let's not. Uh, uh, weapon. What am I trying to say? Uh, it's not biochemical. Biochemical weapon. Uh, Square Enix with the coronavirus. 
Alright. Well, well, I think we are so off track sometimes. My goodness. Yeah, so anyway, so yeah, I mean, that's that's coming out real soon. Um, you know, as we said, um, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, I need to... I, I want to finish the original Ori. I never completed it. It's hard. Yeah. Um, but it's beautiful. I want to finish it. Um, but yeah, because that comes out March 11th, um, followed by Neo 2 on March 13th. Um, and then of course. Yes, and then of course we've got um, March twentieth, the Holy Day, um, with Animal Crossing, Doom, um, and Doom sixty four. Don't forget. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and that um, you know, and then we've got Half Life, uh, which is still apparently a thing. <laughs> I've heard um, good things about it. Too. I've heard good things about it. Um, I know our friend Jesse is really looking forward to it so yeah he, si- he said he would be willing to do like have a, a weekend where we all go over and check it out so i did talk to him about it so um maybe just all, make maybe sure Jason you, and i can get our impressions of it you take your disinfectant wipes wash um, we don't need some and wash your hands call call back to some sweaty vr headset so old episode there <laughs> for all you legendary listeners legendary yes so anyways yeah that rounds out march then uh you know early april got resident evil 3 remake which you know looks great nemesis looks terrifying mr x ain't got nothing on him sure and then final fantasy 7 baby we're rocking and rolling we're we're definitely getting there, aren't we? Yeah, one of these days are, I might even play video games again. You realize we're <laughs> we're pretty much almost a quarter away through twenty twenty already, right? Weird. You yeah, stop that. that. <laughs> it's already not flying that, by. We've already matters. avoided we've already avoided a, a world war, um, fires, Bush, yeah. volcanoes. Now virus will be okay. Uh, but you sure know what? You know that. what persists always? Video games. Video games will always be there for you in the darkest um, of times. Unless you know a volcano erupts, or you know there's fires that destroy your home, or all this other stuff. So not, yeah. not necessary. They will not protect you from volcanoes. Anyways, <laughs> I think that does it for us today. Um, at this point, we're just vamping. So. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, thanks anybody who uh, is listening. Um, you can follow us no on one Twitter. Makes it. I don't think anyone ever makes it this far. Podcast. Well, probably <laughs> not. Um, I wish that I had better data on who makes it this far. So um, I know if I have. You I, do, I, I do know if, people who listen. If you do make it this far, it would be great to know that people do. Um, you can reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook. Um, that's that's it at, at dry spell radio email. but you can I also email me at dry spell radio <laughs> at gmail.com if you email dry spell radio at gmail.com and just put in the subject line i made it and send it i know exactly what that means and i know that people actually listen to the end of this um because i'm not so sure but anyways, that does it for us. Uh, we, If you do make it this far, thank you for listening. Um, and yeah, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks for um, this again. Uh, so thank you. To talk bye. about some uh, Doom and Animal Crossing, baby. Uh, Let's go. I already I'm signed excited. off. I have signed off, Austin. Too late, Austin. Bye. Bye. Bye.